This episode of the Derek Diamond Experience is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash nerdcave. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. You're listening to the Nerd Cave Network. Derek, 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 Diamond, 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 Diamond. Experience! Welcome to episode 165 of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. Releasing the show a little bit later than usual, but for very good reasons. If you're listening to this show the day it comes out, uh, which is Friday morning, uh, myself and a bunch of friends went to the movies last night to see Star Wars The Last Jedi. And what I wanted to do with the podcast, I wanted to do a preview slash reaction to the movie. So myself and my friends Adam and Joey sat down and we talked about things that you know we wanted to happen, things we thought would happen, and just kind of a general preview of the movie. And immediately afterwards, we came back to my place and we recorded our just immediate knee-jerk reactions to the movie. So it'll be interesting to go back and listen to this in a couple of weeks, you know, after I've seen the movie a few more times and see if my opinion still holds up. But I will say in closing, the second half of this episode does contain spoilers when we're talking about our review of the movie. So if you haven't seen it yet, don't listen to it. Go see the movie, then come back and listen to the podcast. So uh, without further ado, here is the Star Wars Last Jedi preview slash review with myself, Adam, and Joey. Well, it's been a long two years since The Force Awakens premiered. Since then, I've been stoked about Episode 8, and it's finally here. It is Thursday, December 14th at 8.11 in the p.m., and we're about an hour an hour and 20 minutes away from seeing The Last Jedi. So I kind of wanted to do like a two-parter podcast where we give... Um, predictions, things that we think may or may not happen, and then after the movie, we'll come back, give our reactions to it, and see you know if we got any of our predictions right. So, I am your host, Derek Diamond. Joined along with me to my left is Adam Waldron, and I just want to take this moment to say the last time that just me and Joey were on this podcast, we were debating another movie, a terrible movie, and it was called Amazing Spider-Man Two. <laughs> well, we did the Nolan Roundtable. Yeah, but but with this core nucleus. True. That's very true. Speaking of Joey. It's like number like 18 for me, by the way. I think so. We counted the other day. Yeah, I've, I've got the paper around here somewhere. But speaking of Joey. My, uh, my bold prediction is that Amazing Spider-Man 2 will... Um, be known as the better movie over The Last Jedi in the years say, to come. I was about to say, is Gwen Stacy going to come back to life as a force ghost in this movie? <laughs> that that I, would I be wouldn't something. Object to that. I still say they, if they had done a third one, they should have just cast her as Mary Jane Watson. Honestly, that's, <laughs> that's what right. That would have been hilarious. So Last Jedi is here. So we don't know that much about it, or at least I don't know that much about it, because I don't know what you guys have been doing. Ever since the last trailer premiered during that atrocious Monday night football <laughs> game between the Bears and the Vikings. 
Uh, I've oh, tr- it was Bears Vikings. Remember, it was like three. Yes. I thought it, it was. was three I thought two. it was Twin Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was that awful three to two game. Yeah. At oh my gosh, that's right. Yeah, and I remember being like, "They better. This better be the best trailer ever." <laughs> You've wasted well, an hour and a half like, of my life. There was like a challenge at the end of the half too that you had to sit there and wait. And I was like, guys. You're the Vikings and the Bears. No one cares. <laughs> we want to watch this trailer. So ever since then, I've tried to stay away from like news articles and things like that. Like things like that. Have you guys been doing the same? I've been pretty dark. I've tried to be pretty dark because, and I I love a good trailer. I love trailers, but I'm also at the point with Star Wars and the Last Jedi that obviously I'm going. I there's <laughs> I'm obviously gonna be there, so there's really no need for me to see or hear anything else. Like I, I just want to be as surprised and in awe as possible. You don't need the hype, right? Yeah, it's you know, there, and, that, and that's what like I think that's what trailers do is they just hype you up, and it's like it's Star Wars. It's we know exactly where we left off. Helicopter shot, uh, and I hope this movie starts <laughs> oh, with a helicopter. Starts with a helicopter shot too. <laughs> And they said it was picking up right where it left off, so literally just the same. Maybe like, maybe it will it will then like start. Maybe they'll put it in like reverse, and so it'll like spiral down to Ray and Luke. But uh, yeah, no, I've I've like you, Derek. We've kind of just stayed away from everything. I was there was a new teaser on Sports Center today that I saw with like three new clips I hadn't seen before, and I was like, gosh darn it, yeah. why do we have to do this? I literally have been looking away. Yeah. Like, or yeah. changing the channel. If there's, I just, like I said, I don't need it. I don't need it at this point. I'm ready. Well, and you know, the, the movie's going on right now. I think they were doing the first showings at like six or six. Put your phone down, Adam. Come on. There could be spoilers out there. <laughs> <laughs> at like six or 6.30. So once that happened, I'm like, okay, now I'm going completely dark yeah. on like any internet or social media, because somebody's going to post something. Because I, I was even debating doing this and the post show on Facebook Live, but I knew that someone would right. probably be that guy and be like, oh, this happens. Yeah, and I would, for that. And I would probably flip this table, almost like I wanted to flip the table last night at Star Wars <laughs> Trivia when we got robbed. But I digress. <laughs> Which, I, I was telling you this, I, I had a, a little fun at... Uh, Mr. Waldron's expense this morning. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was actually really concerned. <laughs> yeah, this is a good joke, but so, I was very concerned at the time. So I'm running late, so I call him, and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's just been one of those mornings. I actually had to file a police report. He's like, oh, my God, what happened? Well, you know, we got robbed at trivia last night. <laughs> like I needed, somebody needed to know. Naughty by Nathan. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> I still think that... If Joey would have went up there to turn in the answers, we probably would have won. I'm just saying that, Derek. Probably <laughs> charm on. Well, he was probably not happy at me to begin with because I argued that we needed more points. That's true. But we, we got those points. We did. To be fair. We did. <laughs> Didn't and do us much good at the end, though. No. No, that's very true. Now, the, the whole staying away from you know, news and things like that, Adam Driver did an interview. Adam Driver, who plays Kylo Ren. Uh, he did an interesting interview several months ago. He said if it were up to him, there would be no marketing material like for the movie at all. Just say, oh, this is coming out December 14th, 15th. Do you think that they could sell Star Wars on just like, oh, this is when it's coming out? I think yes and no. Yes, I think they could. Yes, I think it would be like super exciting to get into that theater. 
No, because they've already sold like 500 million porgs, I think. So that would ruin entire like toys marketing and things like that. Like think about how many things if you walk through Target are already out that are like new-ish for this specifically. So that is where the like marketing people and the toy sellers of Disney would be like, um... We're going to need that trailer to drop now. So I think that part would be no. But in terms of the excitement level, I think it would that would be pretty cool, honestly. I think that would only service the 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 really diehard fans. True. Yeah. I I think for the for the regular populace that might not be following the countdown or have it on their phone, the countdown clock to, uh, you know, Last Jedi, it might just be what needs to happen to because uh, I love movies, so I'm always constantly looking at movies, looking at trailers, seeing what's coming on. But I think there might be people who don't go to the movies very often, and this might be a movie that they want to go see, and the only way they're going to see it is by, or know that it's coming out is by seeing 486 trailers. I was going to say, if you don't know it's coming out by now, <laughs> yeah, then yeah. that's your own fault. <laughs> well, it's interesting because they did this with Force Awakens, too. They would release like nothing for a long time, and then... November hits and they just overload TV with commercials and things like that. And like buy a car, watch the last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> and it's with new they stuff. Were. So I'm like, guys, that's been the, that's been a new thing, by the way, think about that. Like, like the, the special edition cars that go along with the movie. You remember Batman vs Superman had the like weird looking Jeep. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. It's called product integration, my friend, (laughs) and it's the future. It's like, man, there's Nissan's going to come out with the Millennium Falcon. (laughs) Sign me up. I'll buy it. See, there you go. See, (laughs) Nissan, 10%. That's all I want, buddy. God, you could retire off that. I could, yeah. (laughs) But as as being, you know, I, I guess I'm considered to be a fairly hardcore Star Wars fan. Understatement of the century. <laughs> if it were up to me, I would do one or two trailers and then release the title, and that would be it. I think that would be enough. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely think it would be enough. I know why they don't, but yeah, I would be okay with that. But I know when you're waiting for that first trailer, you're clamoring. As much as I'm saying, like, oh, it'd be fine if they just did nothing and just said The Last Jedi and that was all they did, but... You know when it's been that long time, and you're like, man, I haven't seen a Star Wars trailer in forever. I need that in my life. So yeah, when it's been that length of time, you do kind of, you want it. Well, I think we were talking about this the other day. Like, trailers have now become their own, like... Oh, it's an art form. It's like yeah. it's their they own release. They release a teaser for yeah. a trailer. They release a teaser now for a trailer, and so you, everyone gets excited about the trailer date that's excited about the movie that yeah, comes yeah. out. It's, it's a whole thing now. Yeah. All about marketing. All about think marketing. They used to all have a guy that used to start it off in a world. <laughs> Can you imagine that? I was sad when that guy passed away. Yeah. His voice was, was amazing. If you notice, ever since he passed away, they don't really do mm-hmm. like trailer voiceovers anymore. I think TV is the only one that does trailer yep. voiceovers. With movies now, it's just highlights and music. Yeah. And, Which I like. And I like that. Yeah. yeah. I. They couldn't find anybody to replace that guy. No. So but, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, I'm a, I'm also okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, just 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 checking to make sure you're okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. So, I guess we'll go ahead and get into our predictions or hopes for the Last Jedi, the nuts and power converters, if you will, <laughs> of our conversation. 
<laughs> and we're here live at Tashi Station. <laughs> so it, this this was actually spawned by a conversation that we were having at lunch. So bold prediction, medium prediction, like might be kind of shocking, but wouldn't be all that the surprising. realm of possibility. Yeah. And something that you just expect to happen. Oh my gosh! All right, Adam, you go first. Okay, <laughs> I'll go first. Okay, so my I'll start with the with the least. Uh, my yeah, can we do those and like can we can yeah, we yeah, ramp it? Okay, okay, yeah, all yeah. right. So it's we'll go idea. around with the things that we expect. I obviously expect a Luke and Leia reunion. You know, I feel like that's that's like gotta happen. You I know? might get teary eyed, but then I'm not gonna lie. I'll make sure to pack an extra <laughs> thing of Kleenex. I guess <laughs> uh, <laughs> an extra one. You already brought one, but <laughs> yeah, I mean. You can use those how you wish, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Depending on different parts of the movie. Uh, so That's very fair. <laughs> <laughs> and Joey's done. Hashtag not safe for work. Okay. <laughs> well, now I have to put the explicit tag on this episode, but that's Sorry. okay. Sorry. It's on most of them. Hey, anyway. I kept it really Mel Brooks. Like, Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, but uh, that's one thing I think has got to happen, and I, I think it's going to be a big moment of the film. Obviously, the first film set up that they hadn't been talking much, not even writing, you know. So, uh, yeah, I think that'll be a pivotal moment that will definitely happen. Yep. I think we will get some serious background on Ray. I think we'll get we we're very. I think the one thing that was easy about the force awakens is that it is so simple to create excitement by bringing new people into a world without having to actually divulge like who they really are. And Kylo Ren's kind of like that. And Ray's kind of like that. And Poe Dameron's kind of like that. So I think that specifically for Ray, we're going to learn a lot about um, her past and who she is as a person, and I'm excited. I, I'm excited about that. I think that the next stage for Star Wars is that we have to care as deeply as we do or did about um, Han Solo and Luke Skywalker and Leia as we do about the new, the you know, the new up and coming yeah Star Wars characters. Yeah, mine is actually something that we won't find out. I don't mm. think we'll learn really anything new about Snoke. Okay. I think that's going to be an episode nine thing. Interesting. So he stays just this shadowy I mean, we'll, master. We'll, we'll see, like, we'll actually see him in person this time. Maybe some hints about who he is, but I don't think we'll really find anything, like, groundbreaking about him or anything hugely revealing until episode nine. Interesting. I I think I agree with you. I wonder if that's the right... I think that... That and we they've got they've got to leave this. some things unanswered. We talked about this almost with uh, that's true. We talked about this with the Christopher Nolan thing, just about mm. you know that the villain in the Batman movies and specifically the Dark Knight is like why it's so good and having something about Snoke that's more than just hey he's this sh- shadowy creature CGI thing that wants to destroy things. I think that's important. But I guess I I tend to agree with you, though. Yeah. I do have a theory, which I I may or may not be wrong, depending on what they do with the new trilogy. Mm. My theory is that Snoke is an ancient Sith Lord that was, like, in stasis for hundreds and hundreds of years. And then sometime maybe during the original trilogy, he's awoken but then doesn't reveal himself until 
much later on. And then that leads into the new trilogy, which to me should be based on the old Republic. Mm, okay. Where you see like the Jedi, you know, in their, in their heyday fighting the Sith and Snoke can be, you know, one of the main villains. I just think I would just love seeing that era in Star Wars because playing like the Knights of the Old Republic video game mm-hmm. was really cool. I'd love to see that on film. I think it'd be great. Sounds very Transformers the last night. <laughs> <laughs> Where I was hoping you would ever. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up, Joe. <laughs> What did what did Michael Bay have to pay us to get a shout out on this podcast today? You got ten percent from Nissan. I got my I have my sources, and I'm just still getting money from audiobooks. (laughs) Speaking of which, thank you, Audible. (laughs) I'll cue that in later. So something that. Might kind of surprise you, but wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. Oh, uh, mine is any form of Luke Skywalker lightsaber fighting. Ooh. You know, I'm talking like maybe him and a Kylo showdown, which would be awesome. Um, But I have a feeling he's... I'm sorry. I really, because I've been dark, I have not been thinking about the possibilities of this movie. (laughs) And that just made me, like, get goosebumps. I'm not going to lie. Lame as that sounds, like... I have not really thought about the possibilities of the things that we might see in this movie because yeah. I've been so dark. But that yeah, that would be crazy. What, and that's my medium. What, what about <laughs> what about a Ray Kylo rematch, but at the same time, Luke takes on the entire Knights of Ren. Mm. Oh, and he, and he just wipes the floor with them. I, I I think because he's been so he looks so hermit ish. Hermit-ish. <laughs> you know, I think he's going to really try and not to do anything. Right, you know, like, I right. get that vibe off him. Like, he's like, no, 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 thank you. And and so I think it's going to be something's going to have to bring it out of him. But I, so, so, so it's my medium thing, because I can see them not going and having a lightsaber mm-hmm. duel with anybody with him. But then, man, if they do, that's just going to be, oh, it's going to be like, epic. to me, it's going to be just like at the end of Rogue One. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh. Oh. The best. Like one of the best scenes in all of the yeah. Star Wars. Top movies. five Star Wars moments yeah. of all time. Yeah. Um, okay. I I will go less um I will go less plot driven here, less okay. narrative for a second. And I'm gonna say my medium prediction is that we're gonna see a lot more of Poe Dameron and he is going to capture our our hearts as the charming Han Solo like figure. Now that now that Han Solo rest in peace, okay, is gone. Um, is he really? That that would <laughs> yes he is. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, I think that I think that he's gonna have a bigger role and that he's gonna really because again like and I think Finn kind of played this role in the last movie too. But part of what makes Star Wars great is you have to have that kind of straight character that's like, is anyone else realizing how crazy this is? Like, <laughs> yeah. Because otherwise, it's just like, it's so seeped in yeah. uh, like sci-fi and stuff that it can't, but you have to have that person that's like, guys, seriously, though, this is ridiculous. And <laughs> I think that he can kind of play that role. And I, I don't know, he just, Oscar Isaac's a very charming fellow. I think that if they give him a little bit more meat in this movie, like he's going to be the person that we walk out of the movie being like, holy crap, he's awesome. That's like Han Solo, essentially. Especially with that jawline. man, Great jawline. Yeah. yeah. And he can I'm say, give it everything you got better than anyone I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
my my medium, and I, I really, really hope they do this now that I've been thinking about it. I hope the movie ends, like, in story-wise, a tribute to Carrie Fisher. Like, something happens with Leia that, in a way, is a reflection of them paying tribute to Carrie Fisher, the person. And if that happens, there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of tears in that room, and uh, I will probably be one of them. It'll be very emotional. They, they they've got to do something. I think they, they they've got to send her off in in a good way. I don't know what that way is. Like I I've even thought about it, and I have no idea what I would do. It is kind of hard. Like you don't want to if you go too far and like play into it too much. It almost seems like heavy-handed and you don't you don't want that either but you also like you said like there's definitely a kind of respect factor that needs to be there yeah so uh bold prediction oh gosh please someone else first yeah i want to hear yours my bold prediction ewan mcgregor force ghost that'd be pretty nice Water! <laughs> Adam needs water! Either that or Return of Darth Maul. One or the other. Oh, no, I'll oh take it. God. I'll take that. <laughs> if we want to go, that's my extra bold prediction. That's the why the Browns are Dar- going to win Dar- the Super Bowl this Darth year Maul, when they've been eliminated. Darth Maul like 70 years later. <laughs> reconstructed. Just robotic yeah. Darth Maul. It's yeah, just his no, head. Everything I, you else know, is what, what would what That, as exciting as that would be, what is the... Like, what would it play narrative-wise or moving the needle? Like, what would be the necessity of that? See, I have a feeling, and I have a feeling, though, that maybe Luke is going to be... I don't know. I just have this feeling that he might even be, like, talking to himself, and everyone's like, what the crap is he doing? You know, like, what is he... You know, I, and I think almost just to be... Because he's in so much isolation. I, I get this sinking suspicion he's not in that much isolation. Yeah, in the form in the in the. Well, he's got the, the porgs. <laughs> that's it. and what else? Do that, you need? That's my other thing. That after this, I'm going to talk about uh, your bold prediction. The porg dies. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and we're saved from it. That oh my gosh, you don't like the porg? I don't know. Oh, I just read this article. Shout out Jason Concepcion of TheRinger.com. Okay, talking about how people that fight against the cuteness of Star Wars are wrong, and I kind of tend well, to agree. I guess my thing is like. Like, BBA is the cutest thing in the whole world, and it really adds to the movie. And I think that we just yes, need to lean into it. I agree with that. But obviously, there are my thing levels, is this little, Jar Jar Binks. This, yeah, this little CGI chicken. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to add. What's it What's it adding to for me? Like, you know, BBA maybe was it's cute because what, BB 8 had a personality, even though it didn't have any maybe lines it's and stuff. Maybe it's what Chewbacca needs right now. Maybe. Probably. Okay. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Fills, Definitely. Fills a Han Solo size. Yeah. Hole in his heart, <laughs> but made no. by a Kylo Ren lightsaber. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but no, I, I love the Ewan McGregor call. Nice. I, hope I, that I don't, and, and that's why it's a bold prediction because it doesn't make sense. Why would he? Well, appear in- I will throw this out there though, because I was watching Force Awakens before you guys came over. When Ray has that Force vision, at the end, it's Obi Wan saying, "These are your first steps." Mm. So. I saw that in closed captioning when I watched it the other day, and I was like, I do not remember knowing that. Well, and <laughs> if this is the case, then obviously they're going to have to get around the slight plot hole, being which 
you know, yeah, it, it you'll have a younger Obi Wan Force Ghost. Well, they can just make him look older. Yeah, which, but in the old movies, it was Alec Guinness. Yeah, Alec Guinness. So it's 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 a minor thing to deal with, but you never know. It's I think hey, you, get we around. get over it. Yeah, yeah. I think that would just be really cool. All right, I've I've thought about mine now. Um, I don't know. I don't necessarily know if this is super bold. Um. I could see us being left with a situation in which, again, I know people have talked about this, so this isn't crazy bold, but I could see us being left in a situation in which Kylo Ren comes to the light, he fights with Rey, and in some way it is against Luke, and that Luke turns into this force that is... And he is he's been so consumed and so isolated and he feels that everyone needs to that there needs to be no more Jedi and stuff like that, that it's almost like I know people have talked about a turn for Luke and the the possibilities of that. But I guess I would take it further and say that we almost get like a one for one swap, like Kylo Ren kind of finds himself and Luke loses himself completely. And Mm -hmm. I know it's been talk. I mean, I know there's definitely been chats about well, him being I a think, bad guy or and something. And I think at effect. some point in time, and this is this is a real statement, and it's going to really upset a lot of people. But at some point in time, we are going to have to let go of Luke Skywalker. No, I agree. And we're going to have to let go of all the old characters no, I, because that's I what mean, I'm saying. In, in a way, in a way, and I once again, as as exciting as it is to have them. In a way, I think it still might bog down the story moving forward and moving in the mm-hmm. in the direction they're doing because they have all these new characters, which probably the younger generation are going to be more connected to. Yeah. Whereas we are yep. connected to the originals, um, and Hayden Christensen, and uh, <laughs> we'll get to him in a second. <laughs> but but I think we've got to really come to grips with the fact that a fall to grace for Luke is a possibility. So could you see him not? And we got to be okay with it? that. And we got to be okay with it. Uh, my thing with like Luke, dying? my thing with Luke, and the whole thing with like him saying it's time for the Jedi to end. Right. I think he means more of like the way that the Jedi viewed the Force, because in the extended universe, they introduced what was called the Gray Jedi, who had a balance of both the light and the dark. They could use the dark side, use its positives, but not be you know, consumed by it. So I think what he will teach Ray is that she needs to have a balance between the light and the dark. So when he says the Jedi must end, I think he means like their mentality of just looking at things like the Jedi look at things one way, the Sith look at things the other way, and there needs to be a middle ground. Hmm. And I think that's what he discovers while he's like, because that that's, that's the big question. Like all these books that have come out about the, you know, the new canon, Luke's rarely mentioned. It's like, oh, he's off doing Jedi stuff. <laughs> we don't know like what he's been doing, and that's the thing I'm looking forward to the most about the Last Jedi is them talking about, well, what's he been doing since the second <laughs> Death Star blew up? Because see, we don't know anything. See, that's funny that you're like, I hope they just pick up right where they left off. I hope that it starts with like a 30 minute scene of. Essentially, uh, Luke Skywalker castaway, and it's just him on, him on an island, like breaking his teeth off for some reason. <laughs> I mean, uh, like, on porgs. Oh god! 
<laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> see? It's all fun and games until you put them over a nice little fire and just add a little bit of seasoning on them. And they're delicious. Oh, jeez. Rotisserie pork. Extra explicit. <laughs> you just went to murder. Well, originally my bold prediction was... How do you think he's going to be... E- what do you think he's eating on the island? Kale. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he grows kale. Yeah, sea kale. kale. My original bold prediction was that... I could go for some blue milk. Was that he was going to die in the see, last Jedi? But but I don't think that's going to happen. If he dies, I think it will be in Episode Nine. Okay, see, they I was thinking that he's yeah. running out of characters. Because now, I mean, they're not going to have Carrie Fisher. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I think I I agreed. I could have totally seen it, but I think with the Carrie Fisher thing now, that it just losing. And I mean, again, we don't really know what they're going to do, and we have no idea what they're going to do with Carrie Fisher in theory, yeah. right? I mean, so but I think losing both those characters in the one. That'd episode, be too much. One hour. It's just like if Kylo had killed bit. Chewie after he killed Han, oh I would have just lost it. That would have been terrible. <laughs> but my new bolt prediction, to go off on what you were saying, this is like the boldest of bold. I think we get a Hayden Christensen, Anakin Skywalker, oh. Force Ghost, and he does a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the bold part of that statement. Uh, that is incredibly <laughs> That. We will have a Hayden Christensen Force Ghost, and we will not complain about it, is my bold prediction. Who gets the Force Ghost? Kylo. Kylo? Probably, right? I remember reading this rumor a long time ago that he that Hayden Christensen was going to be in The Last Jedi as a Force Ghost, but he would even still have that struggle going between Anakin and Vader. So he would, like, as Vader, side with Kylo... But then, as Anakin side with like Luke and Ray, but I'm like that'd just be too confusing. Is he gonna hit on Ray in an awkward way? Oh my god! (laughs) Just like he did with Padme. Oh jeez! I I watched Attack of the Clones again. God, those scenes were so awful. Yeah, there's so much. There's so many problems. There's so many problems with it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I've been dreaming about you since I was eight. What? When Dude, you don't eight, start with that, uh, yeah, man. What? Like, maybe start with, hey, you want to grab some coffee? Like, There's a great... Hey, now that, now that I'm around you, I'm in agony. I can't breathe. I just don't understand. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make sense. When you're eight years old, you don't you don't fall in love with someone and think about them for the next... That does not happen <laughs> when you're eight. Yeah. It just doesn't. Okay, sorry. All right, sorry. No, anyway. Sorry, I got everybody. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Well, we're coming up on the half hour mark. Any closing remarks? Yes. Any last minute things? Okay. My thing is, I think I will find, me personally, I will find BB-8 and evil BB-8's relationship to be quite aggravating slash annoying. Just throwing that out there. Well, that's a good one. I completely I, I forgot just, about the I, evil BB-8. Yeah. There's evil a, BB-8. What? There's an evil BB-8. BB-9E. Yeah, oh. and I, I, is, is, like I said, I like BB. That's your final thought. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying I wanted to get this out there. Like BB-8, like I like him, and he's cute, and he's awesome. He's got a little personality. I don't need an antagonist for him. Like you know I what I mean? Like yeah. I just leave him alone. I don't need a. You don't need to just make a different, you know, colored version of him that's his antagonist. Like just let him be, B eight. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. I'm all about the puns today, I guess. <laughs> That should uh, make for a fun movie. And roast of Borgs. <laughs> oh, my God. We just lost so many of our, so much of our audience is gone. Do you prefer your pork with <laughs> or without seasoning? <laughs> Luke, Luke Skywalker's well, no, famous well, no. barbecue sauce goes great on Porgs. <laughs> Roll Tide. Roll damn Tide. 
No, what's funny is Mark Hamill actually would joke on Twitter about eating porgs. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so if he's okay, <laughs> if he that. can yeah. if he can do it, it's okay. Um I think that I think that this that the last Jedi is going to go a long way in establishing um in establishing Rey. I kind of already said this today, but establishing Rey, Kylo Ren and Poe Dameron as the main characters and that they are the important parts of the story and that their story is the one that we're telling. I think that's that we it was the Force Awakens was great because like we we were talking about before we started the podcast there. It just it caught everything like the first viewing of it caught everything about Star Wars that made you love it. Just like childlike wonder and it was just so mysterious and so perfect in that way. Whether or not it wasn't as perfect as on repeat viewings or whatever. I think that this one hopefully is going to make us care about these characters even more and that they are the they are what we're going to want to watch episode nine for does that make sense yeah that's what I, that's what i'm hoping it does can i redo my final thought sure my final thought is i think it's going to be really 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 awesome oh really yeah that was going to be my last question where do you guys think this is going to rank among other movies i think it's going to be i think it's going to be up there i think it's got a chance to to like Joey says, elaborate so much more and give us such a more in-depth version of you know the story, and it's going to help us build on characters and really understand what's going on. I think there's some pitfalls out there, but I've got faith that they're going to navigate them pretty well, uh, and I think it's going to be a really enjoyable movie. I think there's going to be a lot of excitement. I just I'm really looking forward to see Luke off the island. I, I'm, I'm hoping he doesn't talk at all. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I think that, I mean, the the only thing I would, not in terms of pitfalls, I okay, I would say this too in terms of bold predictions is whatever we say after this show, after our showing of it, we will probably think differently of it in like three weeks. Because after I watched Force Awakens, I was like, that's the best one other than Empire. And... I don't necessarily think I don't think that anymore. I mean, I still really like it. Mm-hmm. I st- I still I think I mean I think the people are maybe harsher on it. Like, yeah. there's a lot of there's kind of a backlash to the excitement of it. But I do wonder if we're gonna walk out and be like, oh, that was the best Star Wars ever, and then maybe we'll think about it some more and we'll find it. It'll find its spot like in the top three still. I think that's where it's gonna end up. My prediction is that it'll be top three Star Wars of all time. I think it'll be below. Empire, and from there it's kind of subjective, but maybe like a lot of people put a new hope mm-hmm. as number two. I think it'll fall like right beneath that. Uh, if that. it comes in right below Empire, then I'll be a happy person. I'll be yep. incredibly happy. I'm just yep. hoping it comes in, you know, right there. If it falls below Clone Wars, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take Clone that. Clone Wars is your number two, right? Yeah, it's my That's number two. Right. Just yeah. I actually go in order. <laughs> Phantom Menace, Clone Wars, <laughs> Sith, and then right down the list. Yeah. Cool. Well, we are about to go see The Last Jedi. Woo! And 45 minutes away. And we'll be back. Before we get into our review of The Last Jedi, I have to remind you that for you, the listeners of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download and free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. We're talking Star Wars this week. There's a ton of Star Wars books on Audible. Phasma, Thrawn, uh, Bloodline, some of the old ones like Heir to the Empire, Shadows of the Empire. If you love Star Wars, Audible has a ton of books. 
But they don't have just Star Wars. They have fiction, nonfiction, mystery, romance, sci-fi, gaming, any genre you can think of, Audible has. And if you're always on the go like I am, Audible is a great service to have to be able to continue to read books without having to actually sit down and read. And to do that, go to audibletrial.com slash nerdcave. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash nerdcave for your free audiobook download and 30-day free trial. And I'll remind you guys again, this segment of the podcast does contain spoilers for The Last Jedi, so if you haven't seen the movie yet, turn back now. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Definitely spoiler alert. We literally just got back from watching The Last Jedi. I'm still honestly processing everything. A lot happened. I mean, I haven't even had time to urinate out my 32-ounce uh, <laughs> blue raspberry icy. I mean... <laughs> it's literally, we walked out of the theaters like, all right, let's do it. We came back here. So, I mean... We literally just saw it, so initial thoughts. Um, okay, I will start. Um, I am also overwhelmed currently. Um I I think that there was um some moments there I felt like it started slightly slow. There was it took me like thirty to forty minutes to feel like I was really in it. And there was a lot of, like, classic movie, like, we're not going to talk about the things that we want to talk about until later, Conver you know what I mean? Like, avoiding of conversations and yeah. things of that nature. Um, I I really thought the last, or, I, maybe it went, like, a tick too long, but I really thought, like, the last hour and a half, hour and 15 minutes, I really enjoyed quite a bit, actually. And I thought there was a lot of, Oh my gosh, I don't know. I can't even think about it. I mean, I can't. I'm sorry. That's the whole point of the podcast. Um, <laughs> I thought we were just kind of talking about Adam and I coming in. I thought like thematically um, and coherent wise, it was a lot more together than The Force Awakens in terms of just there was a there was a lot of like payoffs throughout the last bit that were set up kind of in the yeah. beginning portion of the movie. So I don't know. I I want to see it again in like at least the next week, but I really liked it. I really liked it. Yeah. I I liked it. I did not love it though. Okay. Funny <laughs> enough, yes. I, I I thought the beginning was a little slow. You know, just kind of reflecting kind of and and I've seen this happen in films before. In where you have, you know, characters that are, you know, that are there and your staple characters, but they're all in different places. And those movies always tend to struggle, I think, with pacing, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I, I think a great example is the is Lord of the Rings Two Towers was that way. You had all they were split up and they you just kept bouncing back and forth. Oh, that's and my you, favorite one. You're basically telling you two never, stories in one. Yeah, and Guardians in this case, of the Galaxy Two was kind of like that. Yeah, and so you're split, so you don't get this like togetherness, you know. Mm -hmm. And and so I, like I said, I thought it was really great. I think it all sets up to moments in the in the movie, you know. And I think those are like Joey said, the payoffs. However, I also felt like there was things that just you know, like it didn't matter, you know, like they just did all this stuff and it doesn't really matter. So I just sat here and watched all the stuff that really means nothing to the story or anything, you know, even 
even down to can spoiler alert. Yep. Spoiler. Spoiler. You gotta know we're gonna do spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, even down to the point where, where, I mean, I get it. Like probably Luke's gonna become some force being or whatever, but he's like, "See you around, kid," and then he dies. And I'm like, "What? What, what are we doing here?" Oh, like, what? That I love that. Like, moment. I, I didn't. I didn't mind that. No, well, because I was like, "Oh, here he is. He's gonna go train these people." But now I'm like, "But then he died." I think he used every last bit of his but, strength and ability and being to be able to do what he did at the end. I don't. I don't know okay, necessarily. Okay. If he had a, let's go. He had a choice. Let's go. All right. So let's go get this guy from this uh, really rich place. And that's not going to be the plan. So why did we just watch them break out all of these animals <laughs> to come back and for the plan to be thwarted and it not matter? So I just, I don't know. I just felt like sometimes it was a little, like I didn't see the point. Like I saw the big points come together. Even even the Snoke thing. Like everything yeah, that- leading up to Snoke. And then it's like, oh, we're going to cut him in half and let's move on. You, you know, so I felt like there was just stuff that was like That's that was funny. supposed to matter. Ray's parents, they were nobody. I like that. But they're dead in the ground. I love that. Cool. Personally. <laughs> but it kept coming back to what's the point? Then? Well, and I guess that was my uh, that. That's my point is, is I got from it is really like all of these things. And I guess they were hyped up so much that then it was like, oh, well, it's just nothing. Don't, don't worry about it. It's not the part of the bigger story. So we were even weird. talking about that uh, right after we left the theater. It was like they read all the fan theories and they wanted to just discount them. Like, yeah. like the thing with Ray's parents, I was like, huh, that's interesting. Now with Snoke, I kept thinking like at the end of the movie, he's going to somehow come back to life. See, I, I okay. So like if that had ended like that, I would have just been like, whoa. So but, my, okay. So I personally love, like that was my favorite part of the movie. Was the the Snoke, Ray, Kylo Ren? It was a really powerful. Scene. That was that was my favorite part of the movie. So one, I am totally totally fine with um, I'm totally fine with Ray's parents being nobodies. I think that's great. I personally think like the like the constant connections to the Skywalker and to Hans, all that like. The greatest bit about a hero's journey, like the classic thing that's in a hero, every, not every, but so many hero's journeys is that somebody that anybody can relate to can be great, can be spectacular. So you don't have to be in the Skywalker lineage. You don't have to have Darth Vader blood in you to be amazing. And I, so I personally like that. I think it would have been a real cop out if they were like, and for some reason Han Solo didn't recognize you and you're his daughter. Like that to me, I think would have been such a cop out. So I like the fact that she was a nobody. And I also think that Snoke for us, like we kind of talked about it before the, the movie started, like Snoke to me is like this kind of just dark evil being without, without any drive other than. I'm evil. Whereas Kylo Ren going forward, continuing to be the villain, I think is the best thing because he is so much more intricate and interesting as a as your bad guy, quote unquote, mm, than yeah. Snoke is. That I I really I mean clearly there's going to be conflict between him and going to the light and sticking with the dark and Ray and I, I don't know I really like that and I thought that was a good choice for Star Wars and moving forward too. Well, I mean, with episode nine now, 
you know, with Carrie Fisher passing, they're going to go forward with the new generation of characters. Yeah. We kind of even touched on that being a possibility. You know, I, I thought Luke would survive until Me too. episode nine at least, but... No, I, well, we, 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 and we still don't really know what that whole thing is going to be. Like, I mean, it felt very it, it Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was, like, it was, was like Yoda in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, it was very ambiguous for probably that reason. You know? Well, and I knew something was up when he showed up on the in the mine, and he had like his short hair. Like, yeah, Return I of the noticed Jedi that, style, too. Yeah. And he had the... You know, I was like, did he, brown get a, did he go to no, a barber was, was like, before he got? To I know. The I was base. like, one of the little one of the little caretakers did his hair before they uh, <laughs> yeah. before they left. <laughs> He's got like a trim beard and stuff. That that should so have then, been a, like a media. Yeah, so then I knew something was yeah. up. And I was like, okay, that that makes sense. It was the porgs. They did a very uh, <laughs> Snow White style yes. thing on him. I actually did not mind the porgs. Oh, I actually liked him. I thought They're it was great. funny. Yeah, uh, I wish Chewie ate it. There, there was a lot of humor. In it. More than I thought there would be. Uh, I was worried they were going to do like a straight Empire ripoff where there's not as much humor. But right. no, it, it really went in its own direction, which I which I really like. To be honest, I thought it was actually one of the more like non star like non like follow the map of the traditional Star Wars. Like it, it didn't follow different. the formula. Yeah, yeah. It felt it felt really different. It felt like a new story. So, yeah. And I, I thought that was really good. Which is a good thing. Yeah, and I will say, to me, Mark Hamill stole the show. He was... I, I loved his take on Luke Skywalker for this movie. It was not what I expected. I wasn't expecting him to be, like, you know, grumpy old man in the beginning. But then by the end, he was he was the Luke Skywalker we knew from the original trilogy. And just seeing kind of his development from the beginning... Seeing, you know, how broken he was and everything. I, I like the little flashback to the green lightsaber. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah, his, his development through the whole thing. You know, I, I, I loved it. See, I, now it's it's funny doing this right after. Like, I feel like my mind is jumping around all over yeah. the place. But, okay, so another thing that I really liked um, is... And it, and it kind of comes back to your point about the going to the gambling plan and stuff like that and we were kind of talking about that before we walked in too adam is that one i loved the reveal about what happened with luke and you know the disciples of the jedi and and that there was this possibility there was this world in which both kylo ren ben solo and luke were both right you know what i mean not right but they both had the same memory and it was different, but it was the same. And I don't know. I just love that, that cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. I love that reveal. I thought that was a great reveal. I Two thought, sides to every story. Right. Yeah. And there was a moment where you thought Luke was bad. And then you were like, no, he's not bad. And But at the same time, he was wrong. And like you. Well, and, it showed and again, he was you, flawed. Right. And you again get why, why Kylo Ren, why Ben Solo can be the most interesting character in the universe based on that. And. So I really like that. And again, your point to there's two sides to every story. I thought that thematic kind of through line of almost like, what are we doing this for? Who, what does it even mean to be right or to be wrong? And I thought that came through with the 
I guess his name was like DJ or something like that. The De- Benicio del Toro character, where mm-hmm. he's talking about like that they these people got rich off of a war that's happening, and you're selling to both sides, and it's like, what does it even mean to be right or to be wrong when you're profiting off of death? I don't know. Yeah. I just thought that yeah. like that through line that was, was def- interesting. That was definitely you could you like that was definitely the major right theme. Yeah. It was like right and wrong, two sides. Well, and I kind of like that because, like, the sometimes Star Wars is very, is very like there's right and there's wrong. What well, I think, I think, and this felt a little bit more muddied, and I, I think I appreciated. When well, I think that start, honestly, I think that started with Rogue One, when they started showing kind of the darker side of the rebellion. True, and there's an you, infighting you know, in it yeah, too, and, and like, like who's right? Yeah, I don't know. I like that taking out their own people. You, you know, so like, yeah. I think that started kind of that like, hey, listen, it's not, uh, you know, all rosy. Right. Like, this yeah. isn't. This isn't a. It's not know, so black and white. It's not mm-hmm. a divine case. You know, it's it's. So I it's I get I just I I guess I appreciated that yeah that, and I think again that would require to like a second viewing to really yeah contemplate that that idea further and there was like a lot of stuff there's like a lot of little stuff like like does anybody remember who's the the i can't remember the little ginger guy uh Uh, hux hux yeah like when hux went back to snoke's room and he like peeled back his cloak a little bit yeah then he he put it right back he was going to kill rent he was gonna kill he was gonna shoot shoot okay yeah like there was just little stuff like that where i was like i was like what was Wait, what was he doing? The little kid with the like, did he? F- he definitely had the force. force. That was awesome. Yeah, he forced guys for room. Cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. So like, you know, I'm, I'm sure. There's Again, and that kind of comes back to like that no, like the idea that a nobody can be special. I don't know. I really like that. I I can't. Remember, I don't think either of you guys watch do Game of Thrones at all, right? I've watched season one. Okay. Well, I'll just leave it there. This I just like. There's times that in that show as well or in the books where it's like everything has a connection to something and that's why you're special and I don't know like the hero's journey is that yes you have connections but that anybody can be great and I just so I thought again that was mirrored through Ray and through the kid at the end I don't know I just thought there's a lot of like nice little touches like yeah. that there was definitely that recurring theme throughout the movie and I, I really like that well, we predicted a force ghost. We were both wrong, but it w- but it was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and I, I, the, my favorite part about it was it was the original. Like it yeah. was the puppet. Well, it yeah. it threw me yeah, off at right. first because when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh no, that looks awful." And then when it cut to the second shot of him, I'm like, "Okay, they used his model yeah. from Return of the Jedi," which was a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as soon as the camera pans and you see the ears, I was like. <gasps> <laughs> I looked over at you. <laughs> I looked back. I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> well, and I think also too, it took Yoda, and it, it it reminded us of like what because like once again, I my memories of Yoda have been very much skewed by the prequels. Yeah, you know, but kind of he was like a funny, like a little crazy funny, guy. like crazy like. And if you go back and and watch like like, like the Empire, old movies, yeah, yeah, he is. He's like this goofy little dude. He was he's going like through teaching lessons through his humor. You know? Yeah, he yeah. was going through like Luke's food and eating yeah. it and stealing all his stuff. Yeah, he's fighting with R two D two over like the light or yeah. something. Yeah. Well, it was even cool. Like he was the one who burnt down the tree with the with the journals in it. Mm-hmm. But did the journals not pop back up? 
I in the bin. Thought the I saw Falcon? them. I'm thinking that Ray took them. That's what I'm assuming. Oh, okay. That's what I'm assuming is that she took them, and so they actually survived. survived. Okay. Yeah. She, she probably needs a little training still. Yeah, probably. And so uh, it's uh, gonna be interesting to see how they do that now, because I mean, I guess they could show up as Force Ghosts, but it's pretty much Ray on her own. Yeah. As in, yeah. So we're back down to one Jedi. Yeah, but, but now Luke she's the last, last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> it's Last Jedi two, and you're like, no, <laughs> <laughs> the other Last Jedi. <laughs> the other. I on the on a non narrative note, just in terms of like other things that I enjoyed, it was freaking beautiful. It was, yeah, it was I yeah, mean, good. like cinematography wise, it was. I thought it was awesome. The last, even though I thought the end like slight tiny bit of a drag on at the end like just trying to add on more and more stuff but that plant wh- wherever plant crete or crate or whatever it was yeah. was really cool looking like when yeah. you've got those little things flying around the red s- salt is popping up and it's like there's all this like blood in oh it was just i loved how it looked yeah um that scene, in terms of like how it was shot and the action of it, was awesome. And the the fight scene after Snoke died, I thought was really cool. Mm, I don't yeah. know how you don't like just watch that and don't become like a ten year old yeah. again and be like, awesome. "Oh my god, this is really cool." <laughs> no, it it was, yeah, that was really good. All in all, just initial impressions. Where would you guys rank it compared to other movies? I know it's tough to do after one viewing. Mm-hmm. I put it. I put it before Jedi. So you would rank it above Jedi? Yes, but yeah. I would put it below Force Awakens, actually. But that's just really? my personal opinion. Yeah, I would go Empire, New Hope, Force Awakens, and this one. I think. Uh, I mean, we just we just talked about it. I. So I think that Force Awakens, Force Awakens gave me the. Um, it's I'm really tired. <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> well, you guys, it's close to. My, yeah, it's pretty much one o'clock my, in the morning. My alarm's going off in five hours. Um, I. Uh, I think that Force Awakens gave me that like childlike feeling more than this did. Mm-hmm. But I think over time I'm gonna appreciate this movie more. And I think I'm gonna put it pretty high. I don't know. I don't even want to commit to anything uh, via the airwaves. I don't want to be held responsible um, <laughs> for what I say right now. Your knee-jerk reactions, <laughs> Joey. All right. So I was just say I. I just think. I don't know. I think it's gonna hold up well. I think yeah, it's gonna man. hold up really well. Yeah, in it's in gonna my be opinion. Clone Wars. I think it's gonna hold up just about as well as Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would do Empire, A New Hope, and then I would put. This one. I'm not going to lie. Now seeing these two films and seeing how well they're put together really just reflects how poorly those prequels were put together. Like, what were you doing, guys? Like, I mean, Come it, on. And, and I mean, it's just like the the injection of humor, realism, and obviously quality CG with practical effects. Like, that's always a big thing is having practical effects in it. Yeah. You know, to, to kind of go along with the CG. Well, and I think, <laughs> I don't want to. They could come back to hating Christensen. Sorry, dog. But um, acting wise, like uh, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, and Adam Driver, I think really bring it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that 
they're all really I think per- particularly Adam Driver that moment where um after they've gone through all the nights and he's like talking to her and they're kind of having this moment where he's like just like why are you still with them like why don't you understand I thought that was really good like he plays like the very like close to temper tantrum but <laughs> also like can't control his emotions probably really well. what Anakin should have been yeah. like right yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's I probably really was what what Anakin probably was meant to be right yeah. like unhinged but also still childlike at the same time yeah. so I thought that I just think those three bring it and that makes a big difference too in terms of just like the quality of your film if your three young stars are all yeah actually good at acting <laughs> sorry Sorry, dude. Um, <laughs> I think yeah. that makes a huge difference. No, but I mean, you can even see it in in Luke's like dialogue and his how how he. Because I mean, if you watch some of the old movies, some of those lines are telegraphed in. You you, you know, like yeah. you could just tell a difference. Even he had a different. I don't know. Just it felt different. It felt more polished, more mm. real. It felt it's, more real. I guess it was. It's funny thought. because he did an interview uh, after he read the script for the Last Jedi, and he said as, as soon as he was done, he went to the director and he said, "I just want you to know that I 100% disagree with the direction you've taken the Luke character. But that being said, I'm going to look at it as a challenge to convey the vision that you want. I I I personally really liked hearing his story about how you know he's looked at as as a legend and people have these amazing expectations for him and he's just this you know broken old man that's exiled on an island with bird things going yeah towards. and again that's kind of, again that's mirrored by that was mirrored by uh what's it called by um sorry by Finn mm-hmm. and this kind of like when he's talking to uh Rose and she sees him as a legend and he's like he definitely is flying by the seat of his pants all the time and if anything she is more heroic than I mean they're both heroic by the end but like mm. at the same time she's almost more heroic than nobody than than he is even though he he is yeah. heroic too does does uh I have a question does mm-hmm. the, the way that this movie went does it make you I don't want to like immediately start to think to the future but does it make you excited about the fact that they've given Ryan Johnson Yes. A trilogy yeah. to just do whatever he wants. I loved what he did with this movie. I think so too. Yeah. He had his own vision for it. I think he had the confidence to know that it would work. And I think he took it in a in a really good direction. Yeah, I agree. Last question that I'll ask before we wrap up, because I know it's late. How <laughs> Wake up, wake up. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. How do you how would you explain Carrie Fisher's absence for episode nine? Because that was something that kind of shocked me. I was shocked by that too. Yeah. I don't. I. I, I it's they. They must have a plan. Obviously. I really yeah. thought that when Luke disappeared into nothingness, into the Force or whatever, yeah. I thought she was going to as well. Like I thought it was going to be like the, at the same time they both kind of like yeah floated into the well because we got to see her Force abilities. Yeah, that's, that's like a when new she one. when she flew out into space, I was like, "Good lord, they killed her off yeah, way too early." Like, I, was yeah, like, I was like, "Okay, like, I was like with a tearjerker this early." Yeah, I was like, "All right, man. Well, that's that was it. That was that. <laughs> I mean, we all kind of maybe expected it deep down, but I was and like, then yeah, I thought 
at the 18 minute mark. Yeah, right. That's like uh, that was like, like Godzilla. It felt like three movies ago at this yeah. point. Like, it was like Godzilla. Godzilla that knocked out Brian Cranston bull- in like the that first. That was baloney. All right, put him in all the trailers. Take him out in the first 15 minutes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you do. I don't know what yeah, you do with that. I, I'm I really not don't. sure either. I honestly, and it, we were talking about it before the movie. If they were to come up to me and say, "How would you write off Carrie Fisher?" I would honestly say, "I have no idea." Do you do you think they'll do? Something like they did with the Tarkin. Tarkin They've said or? they're not going to. They said so they CG. must have something shot then. They must have pieces. They have My guess something. is they might use unused footage yeah. in episode nine and they'll just do something God, like. I can't even imagine having to try to write around that. You know? Yeah. Because like, they remember they had that huge meeting because they had to change a lot of episode nine because she was supposed to be the like the focal point or one of the focal right. points because like han was force awakens this movie was luke's and nine was gonna be leia's well i think they did do a lot to set up uh poe as kind of the leader of yeah. the resistance i really liked him in this movie i did by too the way. i did too i think they gave him a lot more to do obviously jawline's yeah. still strong as jawline's still strong still incredibly handsome yep um, just wants they, to blow some stuff up. I can get behind that. Yeah. That was yeah. <laughs> there's a lot. I don't know. There's a lot of good humor too in it. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I laughed yeah. a lot. No, yeah. hey, evil BB-8 didn't bother me at all. I, I can't, didn't really do anything. Kept, every every time he kept, uh, came on the screen, I laughed because I knew you, were upset, <laughs> you might be upset about it. <laughs> no, I thought he was like going to be like really in the movie, and I was, yeah. he was hardly in it. I was like, all right. BB-8 right. is BB-8 the most like accomplished uh, droid at this point. Cause that dude was doing some crazy. He was running the yeah. R two's enjoying crap a, his retirement yeah, very right? nicely <laughs> right now. Uh, no, BB eight was he was he was funny. I did enjoy the the Luke and R two D two reunion. That 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 took yeah. a little bit right here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they threw that one in there just for you, Derek. <laughs> yeah, and oh, and R two played the old uh, yeah, recording, oh, yeah. and Luke's like, "That's a cheap move." <laughs> good stuff well i think that's all i've got so thank you guys for going to the movie do it again in another two years yeah we'll, we'll be <laughs> back you for two years. A, yeah. in two years same bat time same bat channel oh god it's the han solo movie next oh no we didn't get a preview for that i was actually a little surprised oh yeah well they, i don't they think just, that's a good sign they just <laughs> finished it <laughs> two minutes ago probably <laughs> yeah actually breaking news production is can just, just wrapped can they just the move episode, episode nine up <laughs> Yeah, I do. I will say this. I like the Star Wars movies being in December. Because it, it's instead of May. May? OK, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. yeah, yeah. Hey. Well, because you've got like your Avengers, all your Marvel movies and all your other Which? summer blockbusters. Oh, Infinity War. You're excited? I yeah. The trailers is good, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, you want to know what it is. It's like 10 years in the making. That's what yeah. it is. Know, so you look right? at it, you're like. This is what this is all what it's all been leading up to. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna go big or go in the words of the water boy, and I'll leave you with this, Derek. <laughs> they can't hold anything back. My thanks again to Adam and Joey for taking the time to come on the show, uh, talk Star Wars, and going to see The Last Jedi with me. So definitely uh let me know what you guys think uh about The Last Jedi. Just comment on the Facebook page, Facebook.com slash D Diamond Podcast. You can tweet me at D Diamond Podcast, and I'm on Instagram at the same handle at D Diamond Podcast. And also don't forget to check out past episodes of the show on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and on Spotify. 
That's right, the Derek Diamond Experience is now available on Spotify. But I think that about does it for this week's show, so enjoy the rest of your week. Have a safe and fun weekend. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Derek Diamond Experience. I am your host, Derek Diamond, and we'll see you guys back here next Thursday. Listening to a Nerd Cave Network production.